Hey, it's Kayla, and as a self-proclaimed foodie who loves to cook, I have a hard time grocery shopping. That's because produce has always been hard to find, but recently I discovered 80 Acres Farms, and they completely changed my mind. They bring crisp, delicious salad greens and herbs straight from their farm to the store within days of harvest, not weeks, so they stay fresher in your fridge for longer. I mean, how many times have you gotten produce, put it in the fridge, the next day it's completely wilted? Not with 80 Acres Farms. Just see what I'm talking about at 80 Acres Farms com and you can get their produce at your local Kroger. The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. All right, all right, y'all. Welcome to another episode of black girl interrupted y'all already know who it is it's your girl ash y'all know your favorite girl from the 504 now (sighs) tonight's episode it is is it is normal i I know y'all are like ashley you talk about this all the time but it's happening all the time Tonight's episode was we. I'm supposed to be talking about things that plague the black community, but this story came across my timeline today. This is a much needed conversation, y'all know. Anytime police officer involved shooting, y'all know I'm on it. Y'all, y'all know I'm on it. I, I just, I gotta take a deep breath on this one. Because this this here is I'm stumbling over words. Y'all know I don't never stumble over words. Let me let me do my mental health check-in. Let's let's do that first. Let me collectively get my thoughts together because I'm ready to just jump into tonight's conversation. I know I, I normally play a video to encourage somebody, but Tonight, I'm just ready to jump into tonight's conversation. So let me do my mental health check-in. Drop in the comments. Let me know how y'all are feeling tonight. Um, I know today is Wednesday, but hey, how's your weekend been? How's your week been going so far? How's today been going for you? Um, you know what? I, I need a little encouragement. Let me let me go ahead and let me let me drop my video. As always, um, I, I got to get motivated. So y'all hold tight for the video. And then we jumping into the meat and potatoes of tonight's conversation. I don't care who you are. Life's going to punch you in the face. Sometimes life will take you to your knees. Sometimes you have to cry. Sometimes will hurt deep inside. In time of adversity, you don't have an obstacle to deal with. You have a choice to make. You can suffer or you can choose to do whatever you need to do to liberate yourself. Whatever you need to do to reinvent yourself. Whatever you need to do to overcome whatever you are stuck in right now. It does not have to be your residency. You keep standing. No matter how rough the sea, you keep standing. No matter what you don't give up, you keep standing. No matter what. You got to be bold in life, ladies and gentlemen. 
If you're not bold, if you're not standing up inside yourself, if you're not willing to call into being the highest and the strongest that's within you when you're facing life's challenges, life will trample you. But see, when you discover the truth of this goodness, this power that you have within you, that truth will set you free from ever being a victim in life. That truth will enable you to handle things with a level of equanimity that will surprise you. Getting unstuck means that you are going to start living life on your terms rather than just gliding through every day on automatic. That you have a special power within. That you know that things are going to get better for you. You know that you can handle this. And because you want some different kind of results in your life, you've got to decide that I'm going to go all out. We decide which moments define us. Will it be the moment we get knocked down? Or will it be the moment when we get back up? This is when we show the world what we're made of. Listen to me, you can't give up. If it was easy, everybody would do it. But if life's got you down, I need you to get up and prove them wrong. We'll all be the captain in life. Some of us later, damn Others find a way around the mother. Family's inevitable. It's about keeping the motivation to keep moving forward on the same exact path that you just failed. People who operate in darkness, they are relentless. They never stop. And we have to make it our full-time job to fight back. You got to put your foot down. You got to get an attitude. You got to get fired up. You got to get up, look at the man in the mirror and go, this is what I'm doing today, whether they like it or not. I don't give a f***. Everybody's focusing on the stupidity things that they got on the news. Don't watch the news no more. I give you the real news. You know what the news is about today? You and how you're going to conquer the world. And don't be disturbed because no one else can see it. That's not unusual. You've got to learn how to tune out the critics outside and the critic inside. You need to change on how you look at those people, what they say to you. You got to start arming your mind. Start preparing yourself for what's out here in life. Build confidence. Build self-esteem. So if people talk to you, it doesn't matter. That's great power in adversity. If you're a victim of any kind, make sure you use that sh- to become successful. It's about going that extra step in the front of the camp. That's what builds self-respect, self-esteem, self-discipline, all those things. Learn to not let life hijack your brain. Don't allow all these things to make you a lesser person. You must own your mind. Don't let life own yours. Everybody has a defining moment. Whatever your defining moment is, own it. And say to yourself, after today, I will do whatever it takes to become everything I can become. Raise the bar on yourself. Challenge yourself. Expect things to be great for you because you're going to show up differently. Fight like a warrior and die a legend. All right. So y'all keep on dropping the comments. Like I said, y'all know I do my mental health check-in at the beginning of every episode, but I don't want to waste any time. I want to jump into tonight's conversation. So on April the 4th, 2022, at approximately 8, 11 a.m., Patrick Leoya, 26-year-old black man, was pulled over by Grand Rapids Police 
officer for the plates not matching the vehicle, not belonging on the vehicle. I've got to collectively get my thoughts together. Hey, Jamaris. Good to see you, sweetheart. Let me, let me go ahead and put my trigger warning up because the video... It is is damning. Um, I want to talk about it tonight. I want to know who do you feel was at fault? Patrick Leoya or the police officer? Again, 26-year-old unarmed black man of Grand Rapids, Michigan was gunned down um, at the hands of a Grand Rapids, Michigan police officer traffic stop. So I'm putting the trigger warning out there. Please brace yourself. If you are sensitive to things like this, you know, go ahead and leave the leave the, the chat now. Um, but I am putting a trigger warning. I'm going to go ahead and play the video. Once I play the video and the video is complete, I want to jump right into the conversation. Um, again, y'all know I advocate for when it comes to police brutality this here just has really taken me aback because we just finished discussing Dante Wright. You know, Kim Potter was sentenced to two years. So brace yourself. Um, again, the video is is very, uh, very damning. Um, and like I say, once the video is complete, then I want to go ahead and jump right into the conversation because I want to talk about it. Who do you feel like was at fault? So here we go. Stay in the car. Stay in the car. Stay in the car. Get in the car. Dude, I'm stopping you. Do you have a license? Do you have a license? For what? I'm stopping you. Do you have a license? What done? Do you have a driver's license? Do you speak English? Yes. Can I see your license? What do you want? The plate doesn't belong in this car. Do you have a license or no? Do you have a driver's license? Yes. Yeah, Where is it at? It's in the car. Get it for me. What happened? The plate does not belong on this car. Amen. Love me my wife, my wife right there. Right there. No, no, no. Stop. Stop. Put your hands in. Stop. 1915. Got one running. North South. Stop. Stop. Okay. Dang. Stop. 
Let me collectively get my let me, let me let me collectively get my thoughts together because I've watched several I've watched several angles of the video. A lot of them I chose not to show because of the graphic nature. But I want to talk about Patrick Patrick Leoya, another victim of police brutality. Why does this keep happening? I read a lot of comments and a lot of people say, oh, he should have just stayed in the car. He should have did this. He should have did that. The police officer 
handled incorrectly. It was excessive force. I want to know your thoughts. What are your thoughts on it? How do you feel? Do you feel like Mr. Leoya was in the wrong? Do you feel like the police officer was in the wrong? And really what kind of got with me was how at the time of the shooting, the body cam was deactivated. They're saying it was because he was on top of Mr. Leoya and that's how it got deactivated. And once he was on the ground, after the fatal shoot, after the fatal shot, then the, the body cam was reactivated. I want to talk about this. I, I Because again, I've watched, you know, this video from several angles. Um, the Grand Rapids Police Department opted to release the video footage today. The family saw the video last week and they opted to release it today. So, so uh, Jamaris says, how did the body cam reactivate while it's on the ground when first responders was working? That's the million, and that's the question, and that's what really has me baffled is because at the time of the shooting, because there is a video, the, the, there was a passenger in the vehicle with Mr. Leoya who recorded this. There is There was a home uh, that had a camera outside that captured the shooting. Um, again, I opted not to show those versions um, because that could really trigger somebody. So I didn't want to trigger anybody that is tuning in and watching this episode tonight. So I just want to know who is at fault? Should Mr. Leoya have stayed in the car? Because it sounds to me, it sounds to me, again, he barely understood English. So I don't really think he understood exactly what the officer was saying. Um, he did um, release the taser twice. It did miss. So let's talk about it. But like, you know, I I'm so tired of having these conversations because what I don't understand is all these traffic stops are resulting in murder. So do the police officers need to be retrained? What do we need to do? Why does this keep happening? Again, we just talked about Dante Wright, what, a few months ago when Ken Potter was sentenced to two years for shooting him, that a traffic stop that resulted in murder. So the million-dollar question is, why does this keep happening? You know, do I feel like Mr. Leoya should, and, and, and again, I, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. I don't want to sound insensitive, but he should have stayed in the car. You know, anybody knows that anytime you are pulled over by the police, you never get out of the car. And again, I, I don't want to go into the, the victim blaming. Um, And again, like I say, I don't want to sound insensitive, but you get these white people that are pulled over, do the same thing, and they end up, they either go to jail or they go home. Every time a person of color, a black man, black woman, black boy, black girl is pulled over by the police, it ends in murder. Every time it ends in murder. And I'm tired of I'm tired of having to speak on this all the time. You get what I'm saying? 
But it's like, if we don't look out for us, who's going to look out for us? We have to be the voice for one another. You get what I'm saying? So, again, going back and watching that video, like I said, I've watched the video from so many different angles. It's like, What, what do we do? What do we say? How do we get a handle on this? Why does this keep happening? Again, every black person that's pulled over in a traffic stop, it always ends in death. Always. Always ends in death. And I just don't understand. You know, Jamaris says, let me go back to your comment, babe. So it's a, you know, he says it automatically was working again. And he said it doesn't make sense. That's the part that confused me was the part that the camera worked all the way up until the officer pulled the gun and he shot Mr. Leoya in the head. So Mr. Leoya was shot in the head. Um, then you see the police officers working on Mr. Leoya and the camera all of a sudden works. So... Miss Diana says, I'm not super familiar with the story, but I do know black cops aren't killing white civilians at the same rate white cops are killing black civilians. I don't believe that's a coincidence. I absolutely agree with you on that because you see these Caucasian, you know, people that are pulled over. I've seen videos where they pulled guns on police officers. They pulled knives on police officers and they don't, they're not, they're not dead. But then you have us, people that look like me, that are pulled over by the police and it always results in murder. You know, there was some, there was resisting. So here we go. Now we're on the fence now. Who was at fault? Again, should Mr. Leoya have stayed in the car? Because if you go back, like I say, if you go and you and you type in his name, you can go on YouTube. Like I say, it's five or six different videos, different angles of the shooting. He wrestled with him for about th about two or three minutes. He released his taser twice. They did not make contact with Mr. Leoya. Then he pulled the gun and shot Mr. Leoya in the head. So, again, why does this keep happening? So, Jamara says, I think these officers are under-trained because they should have been well-trained enough to take down an unarmed suspect. And that was another thing. He had no weapons on him. And, again, it sounds to me when he got out of the vehicle, I don't believe he, he spoke very good English. If I'm not mistaken, I believe he is from Ghana. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, so don't quote me on that. Um, but they just he just moved to the United States, I want to say maybe 10 years ago, maybe a little less than that. 2016, no, 2016, I believe he moved to the United States. Um, so I don't believe his English was very well. I think he he understood, but at that time when the police officer asked for the driver's license. I'm really trying to be careful with my words tonight because like I say, I'm really not trying to sound insensitive. Um, 
Yeah, Jamaris, in the head. He shot him in the head, in the back of the head, because he was face down on the ground. Was he intending to shoot him in the head? That's the that's another question. It's just we we have these conversations on a daily, and they get exhausting, you know. Every time you turn around, another unarmed black man, a victim of police brutality. You know, Diana says, so whatever understanding these black and white cops got about got about dealing with white civilians, these cops need the same understanding with black civilians. And at the same time, you know, Diana, the training, you know, he, he released the taser twice. It made no contact. So... Was it was the force excessive? Was it excessive force? You shot this man in the back of the head. He was down on the ground. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I sound crazy for saying this. Maybe you should have kept wrestling with him till you had back up there. Maybe it's the other police officer's fault. Maybe they should have got there fast enough. I don't know. You know, it, it's it's. You go back and you watch the video, y'all, and, and it's just. I'm on the fence and I'm not taking up for the, the police officer. I'm taking up for Mr. Leoya. But the million dollar question is that I've seen in the comments is, did he cause his own demise? Again, should he have stayed in the car? When they, when they pulled him over, he told him, Hey, the police don't match the car. He asked him, did he have a driver's license? But it's like, why did you get out of the car? That's, that's, when I tell y'all I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence, I'm, I, I just, y'all know I'm never lost for words. Y'all know any episode I do, y'all know I'm, I'm, I'm always, It's exhausting. It's absolutely exhausting. And then you hit a friend, you know, tell him don't talk to him like that. Y'all know. Y'all know. Y'all know I am never lost for words. I just, I don't even know what to say. Because like I see, he was pulled over. He immediately got out of the car. The officer told him to get back in the car. And not only did he tell him to get back in the car, but he also explained to him why he was pulling him over. The police didn't match the car. Do you have a driver's license? Miss Diana says, absolutely, it was excessive. There's no justification of deadly force if your life isn't in danger. She says, we pay the police to uphold a higher standard. And I absolutely agree with you on that, Diana. But 
you go back and you watch the video again. At the time he was pulled over, Mr. Leoya opened the door. He got out of the car. He got out of the vehicle immediately. I've seen worse videos. Again, I've seen Caucasian. Excuse me. I've seen Caucasian people pulled over that have pulled guns on police officers. They pulled knives on police officers. They've even hit police officers. And they go to jail unscathed, unharmed. Mr. Leoya lost his life that day. Along with the countless other black men and black women that have lost their lives at the hands of police officers. The question is, why do these traffic stops keep resulting in murder? That's what I want to know. We just had George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Dante Wright. The list just goes on and on. And all these traffic stops keep resulting in murder. Why? 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 You know, I understand they're trying to exterminate us. I get it. I totally get it. Why? And every excuse is I was in fear of my life. But again, I want to know how did your body camera deactivate? Why was it not on at the time of the shooting? Why not? But then it mysteriously reactivated when y'all are doing CPR. Again, Mr. Leoria was shot in the back of the head. Why? I'm so tired of having these conversations. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely exhausted. I'm so tired of these police officers murdering us. It just didn't warrant a shot to the back of the head. It just didn't warrant murder. No weapons. You got in a tussle. It reminds me, it takes me all the way back to when Trayvon Martin was killed by George Zimmerman. Unarmed, you got your ass whooped, and you killed him. So again, I want to know why do these traffic stops keep resulting in murder? Why? Why? Why did Mr. Leoya have to lose his life on April the 4th? Why? Again, some of the comments I've been seeing y'all have been so disgusting. One comment, like I say, somebody said he should have stayed in the car. That's what he gets. That's what happens. No. No. 
He didn't have any weapons on him. He didn't pose an imminent threat to him. These police officers, let me, let me say this. Y'all are trained to take down a suspect that's resisting. This police officer, they have not, they have yet to release his name. He's been on the force, I believe, for seven years, they said. And you don't know how to take down a suspect that's resisting? Who's to blame for that? Sounds like to me, the police department, you need to retrain your officers. You need to retrain them without having to result in pulling a gun and murdering somebody. That's exactly what it sounds like to me. You know, when I go back and like I say, I've watched the video, all angles of the video. And I still just don't see any justification. Yes, he got out of the car. He did. We all saw that clear as day. We, we saw that. So there's no argument on that. There's no disagreement on that. He got out of the car. Then he ran. The taser was discharged twice. Made no contact with Mr. Leoya. You wrestled him. You got him down on the ground. You couldn't get the handcuffs on him. Then you pulled your gun. You shot him in the back of the head. Now. So Miss Diana says, until these cops are made an example of, it's going to keep happening. They don't fear us. We fear them. And she also says a shot to the back of the head is execution. Absolutely. Because he was shot in the back of the head. He had him down. Um, I don't know if you saw the video. I'm going to go back and I'm going to replay the video, but I'm going to stop it. I'm not going to play the whole thing. And then I want to come back to the conversation again. Why do these traffic stops keep resulting in murder? Why? And it's always the same rhetoric. Every time a police officer shoots an unarmed person that's driving, it's always, I was in fear of my life. So I'm going to, I'm going to roll the, the video back, just a little bit of the video. And then I want to stop it. And then I want to jump back into the conversation because I'm just trying to make, make it make sense. I'm trying to see how two plus two equals five. You'll get what I'm saying? I'm, I'm really trying to get a little more understanding and then we can keep on with the conversation. So here we go. I'm, like I said, I'm just going to roll a little bit of the video and then I want to jump back into the conversation. Hey, stay in the car. Stay in the car. Stay in the car. Get in the car. Dude, I'm stopping you. Do you have a license? Do you have a license? For what? I'm stopping you. Do you have a license? What, Dad? 
Do you have a driver's license? Do you speak English? Yes. Can I see your license? Hey, what do you want? The plate doesn't belong in this car. Do you have a license or no? Do you have a driver's license? Yes. Where is it at? It's in the car. Get it for me. What do you want? The plate does not belong in this car. Amen. Love me my wife right there. No, no, no. Stop. Stop. Put your hands right in. Stop. 1915. Got one running. North South. Stop. Okay. Damn. Stop! Stop! Okay. Get your hands behind your back! Okay. Hands behind your back! Okay. Get your hands behind your back. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to go to that part. So that that takes me to y'all know I I'm just, I, I'm, I'm completely lost for words. When you, you see that. And he kept telling them, okay, okay. You know, put your hands behind your back. And Mr. Loyola kept saying, okay, okay, okay. I understand now that I, you know, I, I go back and, and I rewatch it. He was scared. You want to know why Mr. Leoya was scared? Because this shit keeps happening at alarming rates. That's why. These traffic stops, and I, let me, let me put this back up here. Why do these traffic stops keep resulting in murder? Why? So I understand his fear. You'll get what I'm saying. I understand him getting out of the car. What are you pulling me over for? It's almost like. Why did he have to die? Why did he have to die?
I'm so sick to my stomach right now. When I tell y'all, I, I again, I watched this video from all angles. And there's just no justification as to why Mr. Leoya's life is, is over. Miss Diana says he would know how to handle the situation without execution if Mr. Leoya was white. And that's exactly what I mean. He says, sis, they shaking my motherfucking head. And that's where I'm at. You know, it's. You go through the academy, you're trained. How to take down suspects that are way much larger than you. Mr. Leoya wasn't bigger than a police officer and you couldn't take him down. You couldn't get him restrained enough to get the handcuffs on him. You had already discharged your taser twice. It made no contact. So the next result was to pull your gun and you shot him in the back of the fucking head. Why? What type of imminent threat did Mr. Leoya pose to you, Mr. Police Officer? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. You police officers need to be retrained. You guys need to know how to de-escalate situations as such. Rashad Brooks, the young man that was killed in Atlanta that had fell asleep in a windage drive-thru that was under the influence, back turned, they shot him. This keeps happening. It's repetitive. But until it starts happening to white people, shit ain't going to never stop. It ain't going to never stop. This is going to keep happening. It's going to keep going on. We're going to keep marching. We're not going to get any justice. These police officers get to go home on leave with pay and get Zero jail time. But in Kim Potter's case, she got two years. I'm sorry, she got less. She she's gonna do less than two years. Why? What 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 just did he have a gun? Did the passenger have a gun? Mr. Police Officer, you weren't in fear of your life, sir. There were other ways you could have handled that. A life wouldn't have been lost, but again, this is what y'all do to us. You figure if you can't lock us up, kill us. A lot of people not ready for that conversation, though. They're going to do whatever they can to exterminate the black man. Again, y'all are trained to take down, to, to be able to de-escalate high energy situations. Y'all are trained for this. Isn't this what you go to the police academy for? Or are y'all going just to shoot? 
And then you ask questions later. And then your body cam mysteriously was deactivated, but was reactivated after Mr. Leoya was shot in the head. Sounds like the same situation with Casey Goodson in Ohio. No body camera footage. He had no gun on him. No, I'm sorry. He, he had a gun on him, but what imminent threat did he pose? So Mr. Leoya's life is over. Traffic stop. Place didn't match, match the car. Jamara you're right. The cop needs to go down for murder. But we all know how this is going to be spent. If there are any charges filed, I can guarantee you it's going to be involuntary manslaughter. I can guarantee, I'm, I'm almost willing to put some money on it. That that's going to be, if any charges are brought against this police officer, I'm almost certain if any, it's going to be involuntary manslaughter because they're going to say, well, he didn't mean, he, he wasn't intending to shoot him. But you reached for your gun. You knew you had already discharged your taser. In the video, it's clear as day we see you grab your gun. The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. At Firehouse Subs, a portion of every purchase helps provide life-saving equipment to first responders. We make our subs differently because our subs can make a difference. Like our spicy Cajun chicken sub with sliced, grilled Cajun seasoned chicken breast, melted pepper jack cheese, house-made Cajun mayo and jalapenos, all on a toasted sub roll. And it's only at Firehouse Subs. Click the banner now to start your pickup or delivery order. You shot Mr. Leoya in the back of the head. Not in the arm. Not in the leg. But in the back of the head is where you shot him. Again, I refused to show y'all that video of the actual shooting again. I just refuse to show y'all that. But I also refuse to believe that Mr. Leoya deserved to die. Again, y'all go in and read these comments. People, I, sickening, utterly disgusting, but let that have been your loved one. Would you still feel the same way? Would you still feel like that warranted in his in his or her death? Sandra Bland pulled over. Because she talked a little shit to the police officer, ended up dead. Why? Why does this keep happening? It's time for justice. It's time for these police officers to be held accountable for murder because you murdered this young man. I don't care what he did. You murdered him. You executed him. Let, 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 me, let me get the words 
together. You executed him because you shot him in the back of the head. That's what you did. You shot him in the back of the head. You know. Miss Diana says, it's like we can't even talk about what the victim could have done because it's such a gross difference in the wrongdoing. It negates what the victim may or may not have done. Wrong plates, resistant arrest, shouldn't constitute automatic death. But Diana, that's the way they're going to spend this. I'm telling you, I, I'm almost 99% sure that they're going to say, had he have stayed in the car, he wouldn't have lost his life. I'm, 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 will, I'm, I'm willing to put money that that's going to be the story. Once, once they get done with the investigation, I'm telling you, if any charges are, are brought against this police officer, I'm almost certain it'll be involuntary manslaughter. I'm almost willing to put money on it. No. Resistant arrest doesn't constitute death. Wrong plates, not having a driver's license, having a warrant for your arrest and your drive off. Dante Wright. So it's like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. You comply, you die. You don't comply, you still die. Which way do y'all want it? You keep saying, oh, we need to comply, we need to comply, we need to comply. But when we do, you still kill us. I.E. Philando Castile. Who told y'all he had a gun in the car? You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Now what? He got out of the car. He did. He ran. He was scared. So let's start thinking like Mr. Leoya. All these police officers that are killing these unarmed black men and black women and black boys and black girls. You don't think that went through Mr. Leoya's mind? I don't want to die. I don't want you to shoot me. Let's start thinking like the victim. Because like I say, now that I, you know, I, I go back and I've watched it again for the umpteen time, those were my exact thoughts. He was afraid. You got him down on the ground. You couldn't handle him. You couldn't get him to a position where you were able to restrain him and get your handcuffs on him. Why didn't you grab your handcuffs? You grabbed your gun. I just. But you know, Diana, Diana says, I'm not advocating violence, but folks going to have to snatch these cops out of their bed and get with them. If you know what I mean, or we're going to have to start hitting these politicians pockets. But see, you know, Diana, it's up to us on who your officials are. We need to get our ass up and go down there and vote. We're responsible for the police chiefs 
and the judges get up and start going to jury duty. It's a lot of things that we need to start doing. But again, I'm not negating the fact that Mr. Leoya lost his life on April the 4th. I'm not negating that at all. At all. Because it, was, it wasn't justified. You shot this man in the back of the head. He was pulled over. For those that are just tuning in, I'm, I'm speaking on Patrick Leoya, 26-year-old black male uh, that was gunned down in Grand Rapids, Michigan at a traffic stop. He resisted. He got out of the vehicle. He was told the police didn't match the car. And within, I want to say maybe 10 minutes of the traffic stop, if that long, Mr. Leoya was dead. You know, and you're right. That stop of I'm telling you, that's the problem. You know, Diana, and on these episodes, when I, when I speak on things like this, I tell people we're responsible for the elected, for the local officials. We're responsible for the mayor. We're responsible for the police chiefs, the judges, your superintendents. But guess what? We don't get up. We don't go vote. And then you complain about what the police chief is and ain't doing. Get up and go vote. Get up and go make a difference. You get what I'm saying? Stop playing. But again, I want to know why do these traffic stops keep resulting in murder? What the fuck is going on? Excuse my language, y'all, but what's going on? Why does this keep happening? You know, it's time for us to start addressing police brutality. It's time. You know, stop picking and choosing when to talk about this and you know this is happening. Get out and make a difference. Go down there to your local officials. Address this. Don't stand for this anymore. But y'all only get on when, when it's necessary. And then once, once the, the hoorah dies down, y'all not talking about it no more. That's the problem with y'all. Get out there and go let your voice be heard. That's what needs to be done. Let me, let me tell y'all. Anybody that knows me, y'all know I stand 10 toes down when it comes to addressing police brutality because I'm sick of it. Because my son has experienced an encounter with the police. I speak on it because I'm tired of seeing my black men, my black boys, my black women, and my black girls dying at the hands of these unjust, rogue-ass police for no reason. Breonna Taylor was murdered in her home, and guess what? The wall got more justice than she did. But y'all not upset about that? Oh, that's right, because it's not you. Is that, is that, because let, 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 I, I, I want to make sure the math is mad then. Are you not upset because this is not you? You should be sick of this. You should be tired of every time you turn on the news. Another unarmed black man, another um, unarmed black woman, black boy, black girl killed at the hands of the police and, a, and there's no justice. Y'all should be tired of this. Because I'm tired of talking about it, but guess what? 
I'm going to keep talking about it. I'm going to keep bringing it to the forefront. I'm going to keep pushing it. I'm going to keep etching it in your brains every episode that I have. Take a stand. You'll get what I'm saying? That's what you need to do. I'm going to keep talking about it. Because guess what? If this were me, I would want someone advocating for me. I would want someone to be my voice. You'll get what I'm saying? That's what I would want. But y'all keep avoiding these conversations. Y'all listen and y'all talk about other extracurricular stuff, but you won't talk about this. Yes, it's exhausting. But we have to be the change. Get up and go down there and vote. The way you voted for Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris, y'all need to have that same energy when you go down and you elect and vote for your elected officials. But I want to keep talking about this. I want I want to continue the conversation about Patrick Leoya. You know, Diana says, "Yep," and say it doesn't work. But we haven't collectively tried it. The game gonna continue to play with or without our participation. So we gotta start holding these elected officials accountable. We gotta groom our children to be the judges, police, mayors, lawyers, etc. That part, doctors, firefighters. But yet we can push our children to go be athletes, football players, basketball players. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we need to start making a difference where it counts. Some of y'all not ready for that. Some of y'all are not ready for that conversation. Some of y'all are not ready to hear what I'm saying. We need to make a difference. Get up. Go to the city hall council meetings. That's what you need to do. Go down and listen to what these people are talking about. Because if you're not, if you're not educated on what's going on, you're going to be lost in the sauce. And then you're going to be mad because you're like, well, how did he get elected? He's not doing this or she's not doing that. But did you go down there and did you make your vote, vote, vote count is the question. Addressing police brutality. Why? Y'all keep saying defund the police office, um, defund the police department. Defund and you're going to create more crime. They need to be retrained. You need to be able to decipher between your gun and your taser. And you need to be able to know how to de-escalate a high energy situation without having to pull your gun. But a lot of y'all not ready for that conversation. A lot of y'all not ready for that. But y'all know me. Y'all know I don't mind running down that rabbit hole with y'all. Y'all know I don't mind. But I want to talk about this gentleman right here. You know, I want to talk about Patrick Leoya. This is who I want to talk about. This is the 26-year-old young man who lost his life. This is who we need to talk about. I want to humanize him for a moment because I'm pretty sure I don't believe he's had a criminal record, but I'm pretty sure they're going to do some digging and victim blaming. So I want, I want to be, I want to humanize Mr. Leoya for a moment. Let me move this banner out of the way because I want to humanize him for a moment. This was someone's son. This was someone's loved one, friend, 
co-worker who didn't deserve to die. You know. I don't like how they handle situations like this because they always try to dehumanize the person. But I want to humanize Mr. Leoya. I, I want to humanize him. I want y'all to know this was someone's son. This was someone's brother, a cousin, an uncle, a father who lost his life. At the hands of a Grand Rapids police officer. I want to humanize him because they try so hard to drag us to justify why the person was killed. What's the justification in this one? What's the justification? You have a young man who was pulled over. Mr. Leoya didn't wake up that day and said, hey, and say, hey, I want I want to lose my life today or I want to be pulled over by the police. No. He was pulled over. He got out of the car immediately. He ran. He got into a tussle with a police officer who had discharged his taser twice. And then Miss Leoya ended up with a bullet in the back of his head. That's the execution. Execution. I'm really collectively trying to get all my words together. Y'all know I'm I'm never lost for words, but this here has me just I'm baffled. Because in that moment, again, I want to humanize Mr. Leoya. Because in that moment, he was afraid. Because all you see is these police officers killing. You know what? Let me, let me, let me go back. All you see is these police officers murdering these unarmed black men and black women and black boys and black girls. That's all you see. So I believe in that moment, Mr. Leoya was afraid. In that moment, the police officer became the aggressor. Because Mr. Leoya wasn't aggressive with the police officer. He resisted. Okay, he tussled with him. He didn't want to be put in handcuffs. But how did he pose an imminent threat that warranted you to put a bullet in the back of this man's head? That's what I want to know. I'm ready for the justification on that. I'm ready for someone to challenge me on that. I'm ready for someone to make two plus two equal five. That's what I'm that's that's what I'm wanting. This could be your loved one that I could be doing a show about.
when is this going to end? When? Diana says we need to demand our police live in our neighborhood so they know the people. You know what? Let me say, let me, let me, let me say something to that, Diana. They move out of those neighborhoods. They don't want to police our neighborhoods. Only when it matters, though. Let me say that. They, they want to come police when it matters. And I won't say all police officers. So, so, so let me let me correct that. Not all police officers, but but a majority of them. They don't want to police our neighborhoods. They don't care. They love to see us dying. You know, it's almost like they're going to kill each other anyway. So why, why do we care? I've heard that. Let them kill each other. They're killing each other anyway. Let them kill each other. Let them kill themselves. That's what I've heard. Jewel says, I truly have no words. I'm with you. You know, you, you know, sis, I'm, I'm never speechless. But this one here is really weighing heavy on my heart because of the disgusting comments that I've seen people saying, oh, he caused his own death. If he would have stayed in the car, he wouldn't be dead. He just would have went to jail for resisting arrest. It doesn't matter. Let's explain Breonna Taylor being in her house, in her bed, police busting her house. She wasn't disturbing anybody and she ended up dead. Philando Castillo did not pose a threat to the Minnesota Police Department. And guess what? He ended up dead. Again, it's damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. You comply, you die. You don't comply, you still die. Which way do y'all want it? Because you can't have it both ways. You, you just cannot. You know, I got another video clip. This is from the eyewitness that actually saw the murder. I'm sorry, the execution of Mr. Patrick Leoya. Let me roll the clip. Then I want to jump back into the conversation. Was regrettable. Uh, Julie Dunmeyer was inside for that uh, news conference. She joins us now live. And Julie, you've had a chance to speak with people and hear some of that emotion associated with everything that's happened. Josh, what I can tell you is that even a media member got sick, uh, visibly disgruntled when we were shown the video, the clip of that cell phone video where you can see Patrick Leoya shot and killed. I do want to say, too, that it's worth noting the police chief for the first time since we've heard about this incident has said that Patrick was shot in the head. We had previously asked that question. Now we have that from police. We had heard that from family. It's now coming from Grand Rapids Police as well. And we did get a chance to speak to Kent County Commissioner Robert Womack, who has been at the center 
center of all of this. He's part of the encouragement for Ben Crump, a famous civil rights attorney in our country, one of the top civil rights attorneys in our country. Coming here, Womack has been pushing for that, pushing for those answers. He says, and what we heard from him today, that he wants people to remain upset, of course, but peaceful, not violent, saying that that is not the way to get the message across. He also talked about at length about how that this is showing the progress that the city of Grand Rapids has made throughout the last few decades. Womack has lived here for four decades and has been through and been a very vocal part of these types of instances throughout the city's history. He's saying that this time that they are getting a little bit more transparency, pushing that needle forward. But he says at the end of the day, a man was shot and killed over a traffic stop, an unarmed man was shot and killed over a traffic stop. I was there that day, uh, that April 4th, from 8 o'clock in the morning around till around 2 in the afternoon. We spoke to an eyewitness who was there in that video. Is one of those houses that largely that struggle is happening. That was his house, and here's what he had to tell us. I feel if he had a weapon on him, he would have used it. Now, in that same breath, I will say that police officer did five or six steps to try to de-escalate that situation. It, it wasn't there, and then it just went from two to ten. And then pop, and I could tell the officer was shocked. You spend the first hour of your vacation at the luggage carousel thinking there's nowhere to go but up. But there is a place to go but up, because when you open your suitcase, you find it filled with dolls. Dolls like the ones in that movie that scared you so much you wet your girlfriend's bed. Ah, Marissa, the one that got away. You return the bag to the airport with relief. It lasts until you get back to your room, where a fallen doll waits to greet you. Don't let a suitcase full of dolls ruin your vacation. Go on a real vacation. GoRVing.com. The mystery sale is back at JCPenney. Hurry in store for our coupon giveaway. You could score an extra 30, 40, or even 50% off. That's instant savings on top of already great prices, like teas for the fam starting at $9.99 and Home Expressions bath towels only $4.99. Plus, extended store hours Friday and Saturday. Surprise! Shopping is back. JCPenney. Offers good on select styles to 416. Exclusions apply. Giveaway in store only. While supplies last. Must be 18 or older. See store or jcp.com for details. In that video, you can see just how quickly it does escalate to that use of deadly force. I asked directly questions about whether this use of deadly force was in accordance with Grand Rapids policing policy. The chief said he would not comment on that. I asked about disciplinary action for the officer as well, and he also said that he will not comment on that until after the Michigan State Police investigation is complete. We did also hear from Brandon Davis today, who is the director for the city's Office of Oversight and Public Accountability. Brandon Davis's entire job is to audit the internal affairs investigation that Grand Rapids Police will do on this instant once they receive that Michigan State Police investigation. So there is a separate department within the city who is going to be monitoring how the police department investigates this internally and will bring forth recommendations for policy changes. Davis spoke about things as though the length of the time for the video to be released, as well as the length of time for the officer's name to be released. He also spoke to make potential changes about when to stop a chase or policies like that. But none of that can change until that investigation is complete. Womack, the public, encouraging the public, rather, to make sure they're doing everything that they can to keep this in honor of Patrick Leoya as his family has requested. Live in Grand Rapids, Julie Dunmeyer, Fox 17 News. So, 
you heard from the witness that said, you know, it went from two to 10 in a matter of seconds. And like the young lady said, is this your protocol? Is this how you handle a person that's resisting, you know, a, a person that's running? But they won't comment on it until the Michigan State Police, or I'm sorry, the, the conclude their investigation. Absolutely, it was excessive, you know. Why did his life have to end? Why are these police officers not being held accountable, more accountable? It just seems like every case that involves the officer involves shooting, no accountability, no accountability. And I wanna know why. Why not? Is it up to us to make a difference? Or is it up to the police officers to start being retrained on how to handle these types of situations? Because it seems to me every, every case, same thing. In fear of their life. Again, like the, like the witness said, if the gentleman would have had a gun, he would have used the gun, but he didn't. You, you didn't know how to handle this situation. You did not know how to de-escalate the situation. Again, you were discharged your taser twice. Made no contact with Mr. Leoya. In that moment, did that warrant for you to pull your gun and, and shoot this man in the back of the head? You executed him. I don't care the way you try to slice and cut the bread. You executed this man. You shot him in the back of the head. And again, in that moment, again, because I want to continue to humanize Patrick Leoya. I believe he was afraid. I believe because of all these officers involved, these officer involved shootings, I believe he was afraid. I do not believe Mr. Leoya woke up that day and said, okay, I'm ready to, I, I want to die today. I don't believe that. I don't believe that police officer sought out to, to kill anybody that day, but you did. You executed somebody. Is that your protocol in Michigan? What can we do as a people? What can we do as a people to stop this? To stop this from happening? We have to keep talking about it. We have to keep addressing this. We have to keep bringing this and pushing this to the forefront. Get up, get out, go vote. Go down to these city council meetings. Go down to your city hall. Go listen to what these people are talking about. Go listen to what these people are talking about doing for your city. Go listen to what these people are talking about doing for your county. 
If you could get up and you could go stand in line for the new iPhone or some brand new Jordans, then you can get up and you can go down to these meetings. And I'm going to keep saying that. If you could do all of that, get up and go and make a difference. Stop saying, oh, they're not going to listen to me because that's false. Anybody that knows me, I go to these city council meetings. I want to know who the hell is my, who, who is my police chief? Who is this person that, that we're, I'm, I'm voting for? Who is the mayor? Who is the superintendent? I need to know who these people are that I'm entrusting to, to look out for me and my family. Jury duty. Get up and go to jury duty. Start letting your voices be heard. That's what you need to do. Let your voice be heard. Stop saying they're not listening. You know, they're not listening to what I'm saying. They don't hear me. You make enough noise, they're going to start to hear you. You go down there and you make your demands. You demand what you want. You want me to vote and, and get you here? What are you going to do for me? What are you going to do for my community? That's the questions y'all need to start asking. Not when the new Jordans are going to come out. Not when the new iPhone is coming out. Not who is fighting in Waffle House and, and who's sleeping with who. Let me wake that up today. And you're right, Jamaris. Patrick was the victim. Because again, these police officers, you go, they go to train, they go to these police academies. You're taught how to be, how to. I've seen the videos where they're tased. You could take a tase, but you couldn't take someone down that was, he wasn't even bigger than you. Mr. Officer, but you didn't know how to de-escalate that without resorting to murder? Because that's exactly what you did. You murdered him. You executed him. A bullet to the back of the head. I, I just, the math ain't math into me. When it comes to police brutality, Y'all, we got to stand 10 toes down in it. We can't just talk about when it matters. We got to talk about it all the time because it's happening too rapidly. And then once the next story ends, y'all don't talk about it anymore. Y'all move on to something else. Yeah, I know it's tiring. I know it's exhausting. But we have to be the change. We got to get down there. We got to talk about this. We have to address this. Mr. Leoya lost his life, y'all. It's time for justice. It's time to get justice for these families. Everybody keeps saying, oh, we're moving in the right direction. How? Two cases where police officers got jail time. But what about the ones that got no jail time? What about the ones that the district attorneys decided not to bring charges against them? What about those families? Oscar Grant. 
Sean Bell, a Tatiana Jefferson. I can keep going on and on and on. But it's time for justice. It's time to take back our communities. It's time for them to stop murdering us. Because again, they tell you, just do what the police officer says. We do that and we still die. You don't do what they say, guess what? You still die. But I've seen white people act the plum fool and nothing happens to them. Make it make sense. We just had a case, what, the other week? Black lady having a mental health crisis. And they send these untrained police officers that don't know how to de-escalate a person that's going through a mental health crisis dead. So what are we going to do? Because it's time for justice. It's time. It's time to be the voice for the ones that can't, that can no longer speak because this could be you. This could be your loved one that I could be doing a show about. What are we going to do as a people? We got to collectively, we got to come together, y'all. We got to start hitting these politicians in their pockets like Miss Diana C. We need to get out and we need to go vote. You need to find out who your local officials are. Who are you voting for? Who are you not voting for? It's time. This could be me. This could be you. You could be asking me to speak on behalf of your family, getting your loved one's story out that, that was murdered by the police. We got to make a difference. We got to be the change, y'all. We, we, we have to because, again, this is happening far too often. And I'm tired. I'm so exhausted of this happening. I'm so tired of seeing y'all being slaughtered by these police officers for no, for, for all unjust reasons. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm tired of seeing this happen. What are we going to do? We need to make, we need to make a change. We got to keep talking about this. We got to keep pushing this. We, we have to get our voices heard because again, these police officers, we're getting no justice. They murder us. They get to go home while your family gets to go and visit you in a cemetery. It's exhausting to me. And I'm tired. I'm so absolutely tired. And I know y'all are tired. But we can't remain silent. We got to keep talking. They have to keep hearing our voices. You get what I'm saying? Because we have to bring an end to this. Because they're murdering us at alarming rates. And enough is enough.
Let me roll into my final thoughts for tonight. Patrick Leoya, 26-year-old black male, killed in Grand Rapids, Michigan on April the 4th. Was it justified or unjustified? Should he have stayed in the vehicle? Should he have just complied? What are your thoughts on that? Because I've expressed to your mind, you know, I want to know what your thoughts are. It's time to stop victim blaming and start holding these police officers accountable for the things that they do. You keep saying, give them grace, give them grace, give them grace. Why? Are they giving us grace? Are we getting grace? In that moment, Patrick Leoya was afraid. Watch the news. That's all you see, police officers killing unarmed black men, unarmed black women at alarming rates. Where was our grace? We fear y'all. Y'all don't fear us. We fear y'all. Y'all are the ones with the guns and the badges. Y'all don't fear us. We fear y'all. When is it going to end? Enough is enough. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I love y'all. I rally for y'all. I advocate for y'all. And you're right, Jamaris. He should have stayed in the car. But again, like you say, that's not a reason to take his life. He got out of the car. But how many white people have you seen get out of the car? And they don't end up dead. So that's no excuse. That's no justification. As to why Mr. Leoya lost his life on April the 4th. No justification for that. So I say to y'all, get up and go vote for your officials. Go make a difference. Go be the voice. Your voice can only be heard if you say something, not if you remain silent. And on that note, let's talk about the upcoming episodes for Black Girl Interrupted. Um, so tomorrow night. I am going to be talking about things that plague the black community. So tomorrow night, we're going to be talking about black on black crime. A befitting topic to, to pick up on tomorrow after this conversation tonight. Is black on black crime a loaded phrase? Should black lives matter when we ignore black on black crime? That's the million dollar question. <laughs> We're going to talk about that tomorrow night. Y'all know where I'm at. Y'all know your girl is everywhere. I'm on all the streaming platforms. I am. Please do. 8 o'clock tomorrow, 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, Subscribe to Black Girl Interrupted. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Facebook. I'm on all streaming platforms. Wherever you listen to your podcast, that's where you can find Black Girl Interrupted. Um, 
Also, I did get the rough draft in for my interview with Voyage Magazine. So again, shout out to Voyage Magazine for hollering at your girl. So I did get the um, rough draft. I did go ahead and confirm and tell them everything looks good. So the in so the article should be published very soon. Once it is published, I will post the link and you guys can go and read my interview in Voyage Magazine. I'm so excited, but I couldn't have done it without y'all. You get what I'm saying? I would Black Girl Interrupted wouldn't be where it is today if it wasn't for the love and support of each and every person that tunes in each and every episode that I have. So y'all know that I love y'all. Um, and y'all know I appreciate all the support. Miss Diana says, um, I'm going to make sure I, I'm here for that topic too. Thanks for having convos about stuff that matters. Miss Diana, you definitely got the keep up with Black Girl Interrupted because, baby, let me tell you something. I have some of the most uncomfortable conversations that a lot of people don't be ready to talk about. But hey, I'm here to open the can of worms and run down that rabbit hole and have those uncomfortable conversations that we as a community don't talk about. Again, tomorrow night, I'm talking about black-on-black -black crime. And then, of course, the remainder of the month, I am going to be, again, speaking on topics that plague the black community. Healthcare. Why don't we have wills? Why don't we have trust? Financial literacy. Those are things that plague the black community. Things that we don't talk about. Things that we need to be educated on. Y'all know your girl Ashley is always, always going to make sure that y'all stay informed and educated. So don't forget, y'all tune in tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Y'all can find me again. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram, Facebook. Um, all the anywhere you listen to podcasts, that's where Black Girl Interrupted is. So on that note, Lord, y'all, because I don't want my internet to go down because it's been acting a little glitchy. Y'all know my episodes normally go for about two hours, but uh, I just want to tell y'all, I love y'all so, so very much. Um, again, Patrick Leoya, y'all, let's remember the human side of him, not how they're going to try to paint and spin this. You know, like I say, they're going to say, oh, he should have stayed in the car. Y'all know that's, that's, that's coming next. And again, if any charges are brought against the police officer, I'm willing to believe I'm almost willing to bet it's going to be involuntary manslaughter, if anything. And um, I believe in the state of Michigan, I believe involuntary manslaughter is only punishable up to seven years, if I'm not mistaken, or it might be 12. But I'm going to look into that. Um, again, I appreciate all the continuous love and support that y'all show me on a regular um, I do. Y'all really just don't know how much that means to me. Um, keep praying for me. Uh, my health is, is getting better, like I said. Um, but keep praying for me. Keep loving me. Keep supporting me. Like, share, subscribe. You know, tomorrow night, bring a friend, tell a friend. Do whatever it is you got to do. Let's get this conversation going tomorrow night again, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And don't forget, Y'all can catch me every Tuesday and every Thursday night. So Black Girl Interrupted is back in full swing. And I'm absolutely ecstatic about it. So on that note, I love y'all so, so, so much. I will see y'all same time, same place tomorrow night. And y'all be ready because 
Y'all know how I get. Your girl gets a little spicy on her shoes, baby. But I love y'all. Good night, and I'll see y'all tomorrow.